Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know how steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. Stephen and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly because the real man. Good morning and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You hear that T in there? Good morning. T is for terrific. <laughs> we are <laughs> we are live and in the studio this morning, excited about our broadcast. We want to thank everyone for tuning in for another exciting episode of Coffee Talk with Soy and Nevin. Hosting your favorite morning show. What it is, Nev? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. Feel real good this morning. As always, blessed to wake up. It's a good holiday weekend. Looking forward to these next days off, you know, and always get excited about the good coffee talk and uh, ready to dive in to what we do best, what we do best, dynamic do duo. Best. <laughs> How about that, D D? All right, all right. We can get the the, uh, the cheerleaders uh, on board uh, next week. So we looking for cheerleaders. So we, you know, when we do the D D, we want <laughs> we want you to get out there and and, and cheer and make some noise <laughs> as we do what we do. Yeah, you know, and, and doing and doing what we do, and doing what you do, studio audience, whatever it is you do, there come a point in time where we need to kind of sit back and look at it and see is it worth doing. You know, you know, sometimes we get we get caught up in the rhythm of doing, you know, that's what we do. We get up, we do it, we do it. Whatever you do day in, day out, at some point you gotta sit back and realize and just analyze and then say it to yourself, is it worth it? And uh we call that a midlife crisis, right? When you look at your life and you and you try to figure, okay, well, look, where am I going? What does this mean? Why am I doing this? We call it a midlife crisis. Well, people, let me tell you, you should also do that in your relationships. At some point, you kind of got to sit back and evaluate it and and see and see what it is. Like, what is this thing? You know, what is this thing that's driving me insane? You know, who is this person that I can't live with? Or who is this person that I can't live without, you know, that I feel like I need to be so a part of? And so, yeah, good, bad, or indifferent, at some point we kind of got to evaluate uh, where we are in our relationship. And in my opinion, Nev, I think you should do it sooner than later. Don't you think? Absolutely. Um, I also think with some sort of regularity because, you know, when you tend to get comfortable, that's when things happen. But if you stay on evaluation mode, I think you do it sooner, you do it later, you do it later than that, and you, you kind of stay up to beat with your evaluation tape. Just to be ongoing evaluation all the time, looking at yourself, really, because you can evaluate what you're doing, what you need to bring to the relationship, how the other person is responding to you, how you're allowing them to treat you, how you're treating them. There's different elements of different things that go on in the relationship that 
you know, need to be kept up with. It's a lot of different little things, and when you allow yourself to get comfortable, it can bring problems. So we have to put ourselves in that mode and really work hard. It takes a lot of work, um, but the work really comes after you get in a relationship, marriage, for that matter. You know what I mean? So, and evaluate your mode. And, 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 and another thing I want to just piggyback off of that, if I may, is that when you when you find, in my opinion, you know, just like we are told with everything else in life, the sooner the better. The sooner you dictate that there's a problem and you deal with it, it's better for you and your other partner, as opposed to letting it fester, letting it build up, because then that will bring on more issues. So deal with it on the front end. You know, uh, my theory is nip it in the bud. You know, so that it don't become a bigger problem. But letting it fester, letting it go on, to often build up resentment. And it could, you look up and years has passed and you've put a wall between you and your partner based on something that could have been resolved a long time ago. So deal with it on the front end. Definitely deal with it on the front end. We are, not that we're experts, but we got some good information to share with you uh, today. We're going to start out this evaluation piece um, so that we can bring harmony in your life and in your relationship by one practical suggestion we have here. Using the word evaluate, our first suggestion is to enjoy. Look at your level of enjoyment with your partner and ask yourself, do the two of you enjoy the same thing? Mm. Mm. Maybe it's not a big deal now, but later, when your husband, boyfriend, whatever, is glued to the ball game, like I find myself on Sunday during the football <laughs> season, and uh, the wife might want a little conversation, um, what happens? You know, what will it be? You know what I mean? So it's a fine balance with things. Um, when you look at enjoying the same things. Some people do, some people don't. Some people base their whole relationship on whether or not they enjoy the same things with the other person. But I think you have to have appreciation either way and, and, and show that balance and work with one another. Yeah, and then and then I think and I think in that on that level now you you might we might want to add to um, evaluate your level of enjoyment for for one you know Nevin he enjoys sports he he's tuned in um, he may his wife may not enjoy sports and so what's the what's the balance there is it that when he's doing this she's doing something else or or can she enjoy these games with him or or, or, do, or does or do he even want to share that you know sometimes we have hobbies and things that we've done for so for so long. And we've done it for so long, and it may not even we we may not mean to exclude our partner, but we've been involved with it for so long it's become like our own little thing. And I'm not here to say whether that's good or bad, but that's something that needs to be discussed so that your partner does not feel alienated when you go into the mode that you want to watch the game or you want to go work out. Or you know, or you want to go work on your car. So you know, you want to make sure that you guys discuss that, so that the other partner doesn't feel alienated. Because once they begin to feel alienated, they're looking for someone to fill that void or something to fill that void, and we definitely don't want that to happen. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I think that uh, level of enjoyment is is definitely something that you want to evaluate. V. 
second letter in our acronym. What does that stand for, Zoe? V is value. V stands for value. The Bible says, can two walk together unless they are agreed? Are you able to agree on major issues such as intimacy, child rearing, finances, your in-laws, goals, and your relationship with God or your spiritual connection? You may disagree over many things, but these are make or break issues, values. And I can agree with that. <clears throat> I think that if you, you know, when you look at your values, it's, it's, it's the reason you live. It's, it's what you're so connected to. It's the platform to which you stand, get up, wake up, work, and do everything else that is of importance to you. Values is how you discipline your children, raise your children, Really how you love one another. For example, if you have a deep spiritual connection, some women believe that the men is the head of the household. And that is a great value to them. Right. And so if you're with a partner who do not believe that, he's not going to take the lead. There may be some challenges with, um, you know, who's going to run this, who's going to do this. He don't understand his leadership position. That could cause confusion. So, you know, it's, it's very important that the two of you share the same value system. That's right. And base it in substance of a belief system. Um, you are the sum total of what you believe and what you practice. You practice your beliefs. So for people who can't get along or don't have some form of agreement in place based on their value system previously created prior to meeting one another, it can create problems because a lot of these issues, quite frankly, based on your belief and value system, um, can be very, very difficult if you're not careful. So we have to keep those things in consideration and work those things out, like you said, at the beginning to see where you are and whether you can work things out down the line based on all of those elements that we just discussed. Um, a belief system, religiously perhaps, how you going to raise kids, how you're going to deal with your finances. These are things that can be stumbling blocks if you don't have something, something in place to carry you through the course of your relationship. And, you know, hopefully it's for a lifetime. Yeah. Definitely for a lifetime. And, and you know what? It is going to be for a lifetime, whether you're with that person or not, because you could be, you could be, truth be told, you could be dating, just met someone. You guys are having these conversations on the front end. Deal with it. You know, take it for what it is. You may this may be something you may need to walk away from, especially if this person, if you guys are not ready to move um, or or be flexible in a certain area. You could be having a discussion about values. This person may not believe in in a, in a higher being. You know, he may not believe in God, or she may not believe in God, and you heavily do. And and, and when you get to you know going on dates and you're having these, I'm hoping that on your dating. When you're dating, you're having constructive conversation and you're talking about these things because there ain't no sense of getting the touchy-feely, getting all emotional. If, if you guys cannot create a basis for your relationship where you are clear on your foundation and your principles. So this person could very well be um, atheist and, and, and you have a strong religion. And when, you, and when you're talking with this person, you're dating, you find out, 
oh, well, the reason why they don't believe in God is because of some traumatic thing that happened in their life. And, and maybe this person can grow to move in that direction, or maybe they're firm. No, I do not believe in this because, and so you, you're not going to be able to change that person most of the time. They're going to have to want to change. And if they exhibit that they don't want to change, and it's important to you, don't compromise it. I'm telling you, don't exactly. compromise it, bro. Exactly. Life, it, it exactly. should not be that hard. It, loving should be easy. And that's, and that's what exactly. you want to find. You know, you do your investigation and your research when you're out there dating. You've got to find people that have a like mind on critical issues. If you, you know, those those, those are big-time deal-breakers. And you're talking about having somebody who doesn't believe on, you know, the high power, and you do, or who doesn't believe in saving money, and you do. All those things are going to affect potentially how you uh, raise your kids or how you relate to one another. Um, but there's so many critical areas, and we're going to move to that A. The A is accessibility, not just a physical accessibility. Uh, so we're talking about the most critical part of it, I think, is are you emotionally accessible? Have you revealed things that matter to your mate, things that, things that affect you adversely, things that have happened to you? Are you an open book? Um, Things that are important to your relationship or will be, people can't find those critical areas out. They can't get that information late because it can drastically change the dynamic of your relationship and, and, and how you uh, deal in that relationship. And sometimes when you find out why people act a certain way, why they do certain things, it can create problems. If you, uh, you know, for a man who doesn't like to talk, or for a woman who shares too much or she's, you know, chatty, 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 a guy may find that annoying or whatever it is, accessibly your communication it does affect your communication style and that then turns into a whole nother ball game. So how accessible are you? What you think, so? You know, now, you know how we hear sometimes people say, well, uh, she's needy or well, he's needy. You know, he, he needs me to call him. He needs me to talk to him before I go to bed. He needs to know where I am throughout the course of my day. You know, that's something to factor into. You know, it could be, we ain't going to tap on whether it's jealousy or insecurity or not, but we're just talking about people who are, who who like the emotional connection, and, and they need that. That's important to them. And, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's in a secure frame. You know, if as long as they are secure about who they are and they just enjoy being in a relationship, and, and, that's, and that's how they love. They love by attention in that manner. And so we need to recognize that so that we do not um, make ourselves unavailable or unaccessible to our partner. Because, again, when we are people, naturally as humans, we want to get what we need. That's just how God made us. And, and, and hopefully you can be feeding from, you know, your home and, and get what you need from your home or from your partner and not have to stray around. But we're talking about, you know, being upfront, being honest, being accessible and making yourself available to your partner. And, 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 and that's important to, to identify that. I, I wouldn't classify myself personally as a needy person, but it's certain, certain things that, that I want to be accessible from my mate. And, and so we need to identify what those is so that we can um, know going forward 
you know, what our partner needs and what we need and whether we are accessible or not to them. Everyone doesn't need, I mean, you know, we're all different in terms of what we need and what we like, but it's definitely something that's to be discussed and put out there on the table. Absolutely. Absolutely. It determines far too much not, not to have that in the conversation and determine uh, how accessible you are or want to be for the relationship of marriage. It's big time. It's big time. Um, yeah. Because well, I'm telling you, never, ain't, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing worse. Let me say this before you move on. And nothing worse than being feeling alone in a relationship. Wow. You know, I've personally mentored people and, and spoke to people and given speeches about that place of feeling alone. You're in a relationship where you should be loved and treasured and honored and respected. But however, people are suffering in silence and feel that they are alone in a, in a long-term relationship, in a marriage that is heartbreaking. Right. That's right. That's right. It, 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 it. Once again, you, you, know, you know, it's one of those deal breakers that determines far too much for you to ignore it early on and ask those critical questions and have that critical conversation right when things begin. Just like love. The L and evaluate is love. Do you really love each other? Do you ask yourself that question? You know, it's, it's, it's part of an assignment we had when we were going through premarital coaching. Um, the way you know, if you, you know, or one of the ways, should I say, to examine the love you have for one another is when you look at your meeting, you think about what you have and what you want to build with that individual. What is it that you will or will not do or what, to what extent are you willing to go to make sure that they have what they need and to protect that person. Steve Harvey always says the three P's for a man when he truly loves a woman is profess, provide, and protect. That's how a brother know, right? They're those three things, that's for a man. You know, if you can't state those three P's and be affirmative about them, you might want to check your love status. For a woman, it may be various things, but to what extent are you willing to go to make sure that your mate has what they need, and will you die for them? Will you fight for them? Will you shoot somebody? Will you go to jail for them? Whatever extreme you might want to go to, think about it. You know what I'm saying? So, to what extent mm-hmm. are, you, are you willing to live? You know, when you say you love somebody, you know, I go through the fire. And, and, and not just putting up with somebody's stuff, anybody can do that, but to what extent are you willing to demonstrate your love? It gets, it gets, you know, that's a, that's a real great area if you don't clarify things to yourself. That's really something that you got to do just for yourself. And you can share that and you can express that to a person. But I, I, don't, I don't really think people understand it and feel it until it reaches those critical points in the relationship. And they do come from time to time. They definitely do. Wow. I don't think he left me much room, audience. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I, I think that um, I don't I don't know I I think that I know we we've come to the L to be love, but I, I think that love is complicated in my opinion. It should be easy, um, but but I, I think it's complicated. And we did a lots of shows on love, 
So please go back and listen to them and, and, and check out our views and other people's views. Good, good, good material, good material to, to, to talk about. But I, but I guess what, what I would say is that I, I look at from an evaluation standpoint the L being love, like are you in love? Because, you know, once you, um, you've been with someone for so long, you love them from a position most times that, that you care about them. Even if you find that the two of you can't live together or can't continue in a relationship, you, you don't always get to the point of hating them. But you're not in love with them. So, from my opinion, I, I will look at that love and what all what Nevin said is to be in love from the point that, you know, not only do you, well, yeah, I care about them. If they ever got hit by a bus, I'll take care of them. I'll take them to therapy, stuff like that. But really, are you passionately in love? Do you think about this person? Is, is this person's interest, you know, one of the things that, that you factor into your, your daily life? You know, do you want to spend time with this person? Are, are their needs, are their desires, are their wishes important to you? So from, from that perspective of being in love, you know, that gooey, I think. So that, that's where I would, um, that's where I would comment about the L. Are you in love? In love. Caught up. You know what I mean, that's caught up. That, 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 that warm, fuzzy feeling. And I heard this from a gentleman uh, who, you know, has written several books. His name is Willie Jolly, great uh, motivational speaker. And one of the things that Never, he said please about don't, his wife, don't bust my bubble. Never, please don't bust my bubble. I mean, God, go, right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. What do you say? <laughs> uh, he's, he's just saying that what he did with his wife and that feeling of love 25 years ago, he said, I would do the same. He said he'd walk over, cut glass to get to that woman now. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Things that okay. you experience and go through now for that feeling about that particular person. Down the line a little bit, when you reevaluating things, as we say, and evaluate, evaluate the love, will you do the same thing? Do you feel the same mm -hmm. about them? You know what I mean? Okay. So if I love you day one when we first get together and it's happy-go-lucky and yada, 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 and I'm saying, yeah, I'm in love. Is she got me? He or she got me, you know. How far would you go? Can you stay the same as you did five years ago? Or is it worse? Is it better? All in the evaluation process, you know. What's the you, so What's the you in evaluate? The you never, I'm just going to jump out there. I'm, I'm, I would say you would be understanding. Understanding, because cause you, you have to be able to understand each other you know we, we talked about enjoyment values accessibility love you need to be able to understand each other to grow you know and and, and just let me put it out there that although god do not make two people alike right we know that he doesn't make two people alike we're all different but we can get to a point that we can understand each other's differences for the betterment of the relationships, so I, I, I was—I think understanding would be a part of that evaluation process. Absolutely, absolutely. Can you? Are you sure? I said the, the, the comments you made about the two snowflakes, two people are alike. So mm -hmm. the understanding is understanding everything, and I think understanding helps in that when you know that you're different people. Uh, even if you have some things in common, 
can you understand the differences of your mate? That really, really mm. affects that's an extreme dynamic of anybody's intimate relationship. Can you understand the differences and appreciate those differences? Now, I just understand because, you know, it's a lot we understand and still hate. You know what I mean? And it causes <laughs> a lot of problems, you know? So can you understand and handle each other's differences? Big time. Time. So, so Nevin, if, if you understand, if you understand, how can you hate? That means you children don't understand. You, that, that, that means like I heard you, but I don't really understand. Well, I, uh, you know, I can understand. You know, I can understand that you're crazy. Um, but at, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm trying to make a point here and not make myself laugh. <laughs> um, I can under, I can understand that you're very quirky, but I don't have to like it. You know what I'm saying? But you want to appreciate it to the degree that it's. You know, it's a heavy dynamic. It's a you know, it's really a heavy dynamic. It's kind of, it's one of those catch twenty two things. You don't want to say a whole lot because it seems like you're talking away from the subject. But if I understand something that I might not like about you, I understand it, so I tolerate it, and I still love that about you. Or even grow or learn to love it. One of the minor things that may not mean a whole lot, but at the same time, it's you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know pick up the rear any any day now you know what I mean because I don't want to talk myself into a hole it seemed like what yeah. in the world is he talking about so you know <laughs> like I said the you kind of leads us right into the A like I just said appreciation um, your mate can't read your mind so get into the habit of expressing your appreciation for one another not just the appreciation for the overall relationship and what they do but are learning to appreciate the things that you may not necessarily care for, but that's what makes that person different. That's what makes them, yeah, I know that you're going to do something, and I love that about you, or even if I don't love it, in fact, it separates the two of you, and it's something that you know, I know what you're going to do, and I appreciate that about you, even though it's quirky, crazy as hell, drives me up a wall, I know that's you. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Okay, this one, this looks like it's going to be fun. T, the T in evaluate, we've clarified it to be temperament. If you're naturally upbeat, but your partner is moody or introverted, you could possibly be like an oil and water mix. How do you handle this? How is your temperament important to your relationship? Temperament. Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, temperament-wise, I think I think you kind of got to be even. You know, as they say, even. You never want to get too high. You never want to get too low in your relationship, unless there are those moments that call for that. But temperament is always critical. You got to really know, you know, how you know what kind of temperament you're gonna bring to a given situation. Like you say, if they're moody, introverted, you know, it's an oil and water mix, you kind of got to know what it is, what type of situations you can get into together, and what type of, you know, situations call for you being separate when you enter with certain family members or certain events. have different, different dynamics that go down that will call for a different temperament, even when one with, with one another. You know what I'm saying? So it, all of these things are so... so you can really break them down, it gets very, very critical at different junctures, and it really depends on 
your relationship, and that's the, 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 the you know, you personalize each letter of the acronym evaluate, and you, you try to understand it for what your relationship has to, uh, or what needs to be understood for that particular one. Hey, Nev. Hey, Nev. Um, hey, Nev. I, yeah. hey, I, I think that temperament is, 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 is. Need to be associated with understanding because you gotta understand your partner's temperament so you can be able to deal with it. So I just want to throw that in. That 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 you Dang need up. understanding to be able to adjust the temperament. And 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 yeah. our last one is environment. If you're from different backgrounds and you are comfortable in the same social settings or spiritual settings, that's very important that you are that you can identify the environment that the two of you come from and the environment that you're comfortable in. Because being yeah. in environment hopefully give you um, help you to sustain a happy healthy relationship and or marriage E-V-A-L-U-A-T-E I have put those on our Facebook um, fan page group page so if you missed it go back there and catch it also you can um, post comments we always want to hear from you and what you think about the show what you think we should cover Uh, keep listening we enjoy you. Don't we, Neff? You got that right. Follow us on Twitter. Keep up with what we're doing. Put ideas out there. We need our audience. We love you very much. Keep putting ideas out there. These topics are ways to explore. Sometimes things that we don't hear. So follow us on Twitter. Become our friend on Facebook. Thank you. God bless everybody. And see you next week. Coffee Talk with Zoe and Neff. Thank you.